Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jane Amber. Hello! To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine, and YouTube, The Craze, for exclusive interviews before they come up. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons that help make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brianne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash craze magazine to check out all the great perks that we have for our members. How are things? <laughs> it's uh, Thanksgiving just passed for us in America, so... Korea is back to almost level two precautions. We're on a five-level scale. It goes one, one and a half, two, two and a half, three. So, yeah, we're not doing very good over here. You know, I don't know if it's just where I live or whatever, but, like, even as the Rona picks up, my lifestyle has not changed at all. Like, they're not making us stay inside or do any of that which is like what I'm about (laughs) personally because uh I don't think I could handle going back into full lockdown I mean the bright side of Thanksgiving is I got a longer break from work and I feel a lot more rested (laughs) so um yeah but Rona's Rona but I was out during Black Friday and yesterday still a lot of people out and I mean granted I wasn't out for that long but I was just like ooh, too many people around uh see the thing about the American spirit is that we are rebellious by nature so when the government says to do something we're just not going to do it uh and that's why these things happen which like I get it I'm about it because I too feel that way (laughs) so like I'm really not surprised to hear that at all Nah, but at the same time, I think at least stores did a good job of trying to maintain it as much as possible by like, you know, letting in people in at a certain amount. Well, we're supposed to be at 25% capacity anyway, but it's harder to do it with those bigger department stores and malls, you know. So were there actually a lot of people out on Black Friday? Because I figured most people would be doing shopping like from home. There were actually a lot of people that from I can tell, but um, one of the main reasons why I was out was that I updated my phone because a lot of phone companies are doing a lot of good deals right now for Black Friday. And I mean, yes, it took me a long time there, but even when I was out just waiting, um, which by the way, took a four hour wait because of um, the whole 25% limited capacity inside the uh, inside the store there were a lot of people out and about and I'm like oh but granted people are going to different stores and I was just like still too many people inside this inside this indoor mall ah can't control for how many entrances and exit uh, exits are there after all I love Christmas which is like completely contrary to if you saw me in person you would think like I hated everything nice because I dress in all black like a dumb goth alt girl Um, but I got really excited to be able to like decorate everything for Christmas on Friday in my house and then watch dumb Christmas movies and get all happy because there is nothing in this world right now that is great except for doing some holiday shit. So at least that helped lift my mood. I took a spontaneous trip to Busan this weekend. 
I went to the Space of BTS pop-up and this is merch I can get behind. It's very subtle. Like I like my fan merch, not like punch you in the face. I'm a fan of this group. The the stuff I picked up, the BTS merch, it's very like low key that unless you are an army, you won't recognize that it's BTS. Are they starting to understand that like a good chunk of their like fan base is old? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I think so, honestly, because the new stuff, I picked up a sweatshirt and a t-shirt. The sweatshirt was 59 and the cute thing about it is it had this little logo on the bottom left-hand side of the shirt that it's like drawn by each member. And so like me being the trash for RM that I am, got RM's shirt and it was so cute. And it's just like a little green little logo it's very adorable speaking though of holiday season and buying things because that's all you do at the end of the year is buy shit for people um another faction of the holiday season that we see coming into play is the korean year-end music awards ah yes you mean that there's the times that there's literally nothing else on tv for a good month and a half so i remember when i first got into k-pop um it was extremely difficult to <laughs> like figure out what awards shows were going on. And the only one that I watched or knew about at that time was Mama. Um, and I believe that was considered the biggest one, but I'm really not sure that's true anymore. Let's be careful not to get award shows confused with the festivals that happen. So award shows are things like Mama and Mnet Mellon Music Awards or Golden Disc or Triple A's that just happened this past weekend. Broadcast stations have their own TV like music festivals where we see the family stages like the Gayo Dejun, Gayo Dechukche, Gayo Dechukche. They're all Gaio something. Yeah, I was um, going to say the Gaios. You can just stick with that because I I still can't even like d- d- figure out which one is which. I just see Gaio. I'm like, oh, there we go. There's always a Gaio on New Year's Eve, a Gaio on Christmas, and then one somewhere in between there. But they're two different things, guys. Don't get them mixed up. My big thing with Mama is that as a old-ass K-pop stan, my favorite thing was always... What G-Dragon had to say about Mama um, every year. He literally goes on their show and disses them every year. What? The fact that he calls it participation awards? And the fact that, it's, what was it, 2014? He literally was like, I'm the fucking blueprint on Mama. And I'm just like, oh shit. The new K-pop stands would like bust a damn gasket if they were around during that time. I, I mean, 2015 was the first one I watched, but what I remember most about, about Mama back then, because it has changed so drastically, um, is that I had just like become a budding, you know, BTS super fan at that time. And I remember at Mama, um, BTS was given a stage but it was not like a full song stage. They did run, but they did a shortened version of it. And it was, it lasted probably, I would say like two and a half minutes. Um, but it was like, it was even a big deal that they were even given time. Um, and that kind of goes back to 
the thing that everybody knows about mama which is that uh the awards are rigged they're just they're rigged um back then it was for the big three uh nowadays it is 100 for bts <laughs> y'all can't um, me about this but i am still upset about last year that uh boy with love somehow beat out 17's fear for best dance like what the fuck was that uh, for me, uh, I think I've been watching Mama since 2014, 2013. And my favorite thing about Mama, aside from the fact that this award show is almost six hours long, if you include red carpet, um, which I did not appreciate that. But I think back then, I think the performances that they rolled out for Mama were much better compared in like within the last two, three years. Um, I felt like they all the stages were longer and there were more opportunities for aside from Korean artists, uh, more international other Asian artists to have their chance to shine and perform. Even if it was like, who are these people? Like it gave you it's like, oh, there is Mando pop, there's Vietnamese pop that was out there and they had a chance, but now it's just all the Korean artists. And it's just like, we don't get that moment of having other Asian artists to perform. And then I like to think of it as if you are performing at Mama now, you're guaranteed at least some recognition or at least an award in something if you are there. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time and not everybody, but most of the time, if you're there and you're performing, you're you're getting some type of an award or acknowledgement at least. Oh, 100%. And I also want to point out, they also have non-Asian performers every year. Like last year, they had Anne-Marie because her song 2002 went dummy viral in Asia. What year was it? Um, I don't remember, but there was a scandal involving Taeyeon. And was it Wiz Khalifa? Or I don't remember what the Western artist was, yeah, but she was, was she was supposed to collab with Wiz Khalifa and the stage just didn't happen. Like it was announced and everything. And then he came out and she wasn't there and everybody was like, what the fuck is going on? Some really nasty rumors were flying out about her after that one. That was T. That was in 2016. God, that feels like forever ago. I really thought it was more recent than that, but goddamn. See, my whole thing with Mama is that it's supposed to span like all of Asia, right? And they do give awards to other Asian artists, but it low-key kind of feels like what like Billboard and the Grammys do in America where they like shuttle artists into their own little categories like you know what I mean yeah I think especially in more recent years like I remember when I was watching it five years back they would occasionally feature like different Asian artists from different countries uh, like the Philippines or um, Taiwan even they would have you know special awards for them um and sometimes they would perform I feel like they don't do that at all anymore they just focus on Korea specifically the most memorable like Asian other Asian artists that um performed was Jolin Tsai and she's a huge 
huge, huge figure in her. I think I can't tell if it was Mandopop or Taiwanese. Oh, please. I don't remember. Um, but she's a huge artist in her realm of um I forgot where she she originates from but like for her she's a veteran artist and she did get a huge stage but at the same time it's like that's like the last biggest Asian artist that we we got to see perform I think at one point they've even uh, I guess the other biggest artist that they do is AKB48 that one year they had IOI and all the other girl groups come together that was like probably the biggest thing then so just for context because i just looked it up jolin sai is taiwanese so thanks i mean so since we're talking about it what has been your favorite mama memory well bts doing run was a big moment for me um but uh, do you guys also remember, it must have been 2017, when Taemin and Soonmi did a collab stage? Yes, that was a nice stage. Um, I think Taemin did Gashina with her, and I don't remember uh, what song Taemin performed himself with her. But, like, those two on stage together was amazing. It was Move. Oh, you're right. It was even better because move was so good. And those two doing it. Oh, my God. I'm not even like a huge stand for either of them. But that was that was like such a great stage. There has to be two or at least two artists that I really loved all their performances that they've done was 21. Any 21 performance that they did was amazing. And then stick out performance has to be um oh gosh the year that epic kai returned with um born hater that stage was still one of my favorite ones till this day i mean there's tons like the the last time they've ever performed at one of these right it's like but like to see like Epic High? What? On an award show like this? That, and then I guess uh, the... Was it Don't Hate Me where they dressed up? Where Tableau? Where Dad was uh, Joker? Was that the one? Yes, Dad was Joker during Don't Hate Me. Yeah, those those particular two artists very stand out-ish, but um, the year that XO won for the very first time, like artist of the year, everything that has to be, cause that was when I was a huge EXO fan. I remember crying and also slightly falling asleep right before they were announced. But that was just like, oh my God, they did it. They did it. I'm so proud. I was that way for BTS. It was 2016, right? That they, or was it 2017 that they finally won? I think it was 2017 for them. Yeah, because, um, I mean, they performed, they did, like, a really intense version of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, I think, in 2016. Um, but there was a pretty strong rivalry back then between EXO and BTS about who was going to win, like, the Artist of the Year. Um, and as much as you think EXOLs and armies hate each other now, uh, back then, it was, it was bad. Even though, like, all of us know that the awards are rigged, like, everybody knows this. Nobody... <laughs> nobody watches mama and like 
doesn't think that some of this stuff is is like not bullshit i don't even know how to explain it because like yeah i mean like in 2015 they were giving like everything to yg and you know it's just (laughs) the the wars really are just arbitrary because like it's whoever's the most popular that's all it is uh favorite stages for me have to be the what year did g dragon literally tell them your their participation awards it was right before he went into the military uh so 20 i'm assuming 2018 2018 2017 one of those years because 2018 was stray kids and that's another one of my favorite stages um Honestly, the uh, G-Dragon literally, he is literally the only one who could get away with that and be reinvited year after year. Um, second favorite has to be the Stray Kids 2018 Mama in Japan performance because they had just won their Rookie of the Year award in Hong Kong. And so they busted out the really dope mix of Pace, Elevator, and District 9, and where they made the biggest scene for a rookie group, which I'm here for it. But out of all of them, 2019, last year's, the dope-ass mix of old-school K-pop that 80s did, and the return of Song Mingi, that... That is probably my favorite to date so far. So I'm kind of curious at what's going to happen this year. That was so good. When Zhang Ho started singing that Miss A song. The, the like, he belting like it's his job. And everyone's like, who's that? And we're like, huh, Zhang Ho. That's my son. And I thank you to say his name correctly. Everybody. That was when, that was when people finally started noticing ATs. I'm still Yosong and Uyang and View. Kill me. Okay, so I I just I got curious, so I was googling like top memorable like mama stages. Do y'all remember in the beginning of the decade when that song, uh, what what does the fox say or whatever? Everybody was listening. That to was that. so weird. <laughs> That was so weird. I didn't get why they were invited. There were better artists that came. Like, what? Okay, so for for our younger kids that don't remember this happening, there was the dumbest song that trended on the internet for a long time, and everybody loved it because it was fucking stupid. It was stupid. It's a song... I don't remember if it's called Just the Fox or What Does the Fox Say, but it's by this band called Yilvis. Um, and if you Google it on the internet, this is like around the time that people did the Harlem Shake for all of my old people on the internet, um, because nobody remembers the Harlem Shake either. That was a weird time. The internet was weird. Um, but this group, Yovis, was invited to Mama in 2013 and performed this atrocity of a song live in I can't even begin to comprehend this mentally. Like, I am going through it just saying this out loud. I mean, the only thing, like, it did its thing, but, like, I'm just glad at least, you know, there was a mix of K-pop with it, which is Crayon Pop, because Bar 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 was the song to listen to back then, and it made sense for those two groups to collab, but it was still like, this is weird. This is very weird. 
can we talk about the iconic what was it a reunion 21 reunion or was it the last stage before the disbandment um it was both because like Mm -hmm. they hadn't officially announced disbandment and like i remember everybody freaked out when park bomb ended up on stage i remember crying to that i'm like oh my god she's here that is just oh also can we talk about 2014 Block B versus BTS, where the forever everyone's like, is never mind a real tattoo on Jimin, and we all know it's been a real tattoo forever. That was before we even knew what it meant, though, because <laughs> that was before uh, the song came out. Um, but I do remember that was an awesome stage, and it's just like back then everyone didn't know that like Zico and Ratmon have been like buddies for years. I love this this concept another one i think that we have to talk about ironically the same year as what does the fox say uh is uh troublemaker doing i was just about to put them out there. on stage we love that um again for newbies that don't know about troublemaker that was hyana and um i feel like i can't say his name well he has a song yeah Hyun-sung. 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 uh from beast he is not part of highlight but he was part of Beast. Or was he part of Highlight when they moved? No, he left before they moved. Yeah, so he left Beast, um, but he and Hiana, uh made a, like a co-ed duo uh, and had this on-screen kiss while they were performing and like everybody lost their fucking mind. Part of me also, like, no shade at Hina, but like part of me thinks they were probably fucking before she got together with Edot. I mean, Hands I down. I didn't, you know, because this was before my time, so I didn't see the kiss happening. But like, if that was true, like, girl, that is bold. <laughs> have well, you seen the original music video for now? Yeah, I have. Literally, how can they have that chemistry and not be fucking? That's true, because everybody was saying that about like Triple H's videos, because she was always she and uh, Dawn were always like in situations in the Triple H music videos, and then, like, Cube gets mad when people figure it out. Like, y'all. I always feel bad for Huey. Being Triple H, he's the third wheel, poor guy. He was literally, like, the screen. He was like, there's nothing to see here. Look, it's me. Um, I do want to say, though, but up until, I think after Troublemaker, they stopped doing that because it was just like, okay, this is way too much but um like the whole like amping up of like a kiss or some sort of like skinship type thing has been going on for mama for years prior to that too and before mama was even called mama they were known as mnet music mnet music korean festival and km music festival there we go and um Back then, if you go all the way back then, Top and Ihyori had a moment where they kissed on stage. And that everybody, this, everybody went wild at that because one, the age gap between Hyori and Top back then. And then also Nikun and Ivy had a moment. I don't know if it was a kissing, but they had like a, a, a moment on stage when Ivy was performing where they had really close skinship and everyone's like 
oh my god it kind of feels like that moment like you know back then when girls used to show the ankle kind of thing Ooh, scandalous <laughs> like oh my god they they just kissed or like they're holding hands on stage it feels like those. you shouldn't be watching it it's like i'm intruding on something here i just remembered that back in 2012 Jay, I don't know if you remember this, but the shiny Exo Lucifer collab, the like that was great. That was nuts. Like they start out with doing Mama when that's Exo's "I Need to Be Really High to Enjoy This Music Video Properly" song, and then seventeen people performing Lucifer. Oh my god, that's lit as hell. Yeah, I think like just in terms of the performances that come out of mama like very top tier i really do like their performances nowadays i i'm not as like oh i mean like i'm just like oh okay they did that i i do i still look forward to what they do but i just wish that more groups had a more equal amount of like screen time like, just don't give me a snippet like what we mentioned earlier. It makes sense for obviously, you know who the big hitters are like BTS to have a longer stage because you know that they're going to sweep up the big awards. But like two minutes, that's it? That's all you're going to give me for this group? That rem- Was it Mama or Melon Music Awards where BTS had something stupid like a 20 minute stage? It was, I think it was Melon Music Awards. Um, I went to Melon Music Awards last year or 2019 and wait yeah 2019 sorry 2019 and 2020 are just blending together now um feels like one long ass year but I got to see them perform it's when they started doing all these throwbacks to old songs um and they started it on the melon music awards stage and it was a long ass set and their junior txt had a long ass set too so melon was just playing to the big hit groups that time one thing i did want to talk about that really turned me off i think from mama i know why they did this but um i believe it was 2018 um where they split up the the mama awards and instead of one night and one big show they had three different locations it was like mama that's that's normal though that's not what they used to do though but having like the different locations and stuff they like split it up into part one and part two a lot in different locations i just found it because like you know when the mama awards come on like red carpet for me starts at 4 a.m or maybe it was 3 a.m it's something i would have to get up to watch mama live at like five in the morning um and the concept that i would have to do that three times i was like there's no way i can handle that i'm too old so i didn't i wasn't like a big fan when they started doing that yeah like i remember like it was fine like when they had it all in one location like they hong kong it was the main hub for mama for a good chunk but like the moment they start like the the year or two that they did it where it was mama hong kong mama japan mama vietnam i'm like i can't do three consecutive days for this just keep it under one umbrella of having it back then where it was just one night only 
So let's transition into talking about this year's nominees. So this year's nominees have, there's a lot of upsets in a lot of categories. Um, so like I was looking at collaborations and there's only three that I feel like actually could win. And it's the Sunmi and JYP collab, the IU Sugar collab, the Zico and Rain collab. Out of those three, who do you think is going to pull it? Because this is a voting one. Is it? Is it really though? Because is it, yeah. Korea has a history of saying it's voting, but it's not. R E or I E produce one hundred one. So <laughs> in that case, I think it's probably going to be IU and Suga. It's most likely going to be IU and Suga, just because that song gets hot. Like it. I mean, she reached um what an all, perfect all kill with it. And well, I use done all kills with her own stuff. So right, but considering this is probably the the only category she's up for this year, um, for it, I'm like she's, she's probably gonna sweep. Artist of the year too. True. I would love to see her upset that. Just saying. yeah, but we all know artist of the year is going to BTS. Like nobody's gonna. That's I not gonna, gonna change. I was gonna suggest why not we go through each category and who we know is going to be the winner or have an idea of the winner and who we think should come out. I mean, if we do that, we'll save time by literally BTS is going to sweep all the categories they're in. We'll That's save true. like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's true. But then who do you think should win that category? Yeah. So artist of the year is first. I mean, we're not going to go through all of it because there's tons of artists for this one. Most likely... From from collaborations forward. Or I guess we can do that too. Just have to scroll all the way back. Yeah, let's start over there. So are we skipping best OST then? Yeah. I couldn't watch enough K dramas to put my put my um be- uh pick in for that one. Oh, best hip hop in urban is going to be hard because i'm thinking about the what was popular on the korean charts and zico and tungmo's songs both were like fighting each other for the top slot was this the the changmo song that people said he was like buying top of the right. charts for yeah but it that was coming from the west literally over here i was hearing it in literally every corner it's a good I, song i would like to see changmo win that um, because I would expect Zico to win it because, you know, name, yeah. popularity. But I would love to see Changmo take that. It could be interesting, though, too, because uh, Lee High is in this category as well for Hollow. Great song, by the way. How did, but, how did that do in Korea, though? Yeah. It charted decently. I think she, don't quote me on this, but I think she won once. But it wasn't, like, viral, like, Meteor or any song was. I think I would expect Zico to um, win this one, but Changmo's pretty up there, too. So it could be either or. Any song, like, really, like, people started to hate it because it was everywhere. (laughs) Me with Boy With Love. Uh Um... Do we want to go to the best band performance? 
Um, I mean, because I, I don't really, I haven't really listened to Day Six's out like more recent stuff. It's been a while. I've kind of stepped away from the group. Um, but I, I don't know. In past, I would think Hyoko would win it. Um, N Flying did really well with Achinjaro. And flying, I think, is an interesting one because they struggled so hard for so long and then suddenly, like, shot to the top of the charts. Out of this category, I think MC the Max, N Flying, or Hyako. Zombie did well, but it wasn't, like, as well as the other on there. But Hyako was, like... That spe- that like type of band music that's like really common and popular on mainstream Korean radio. But if we factor in the international vote, it's definitely between Zombie and uh, oh, really? Like, I don't think Day Six really promoted Zombie, right? This is around the time where like they decided that they weren't gonna like go. Like this is around the time when they were kind of struggling with their own personal issues, like mental health and everything. So I don't think they were really doing promotions at that time. But um, yeah, internationally, it most likely will go to Day. Like voting wise, you'll see a lot of pull for Day Six or N Flying. Moving on to best vocal performance group, we have winner Noel Newest, Davichi, and Mamamoo. I'm pretty it's sure it's going to be either Mom- Newest or Mamamoo. Yeah. Okay, I'm kind of surprised about the song for Mamamoo because Hip doesn't strike me as like their best vocal performance. Um, they got a lot of recognition because a lot of people are like, oh, Mamamoo can't sing and dance. This is like that song that they put up. They're like, ha, bullshit, watch us. That their dance practice was them singing live over the acoustic or not the acoustic, the instrumental. Oh, is that why it's on there? Because like, I mean, I never listened super extensively to hip, but I know that they have different songs that are more vocally driven if you know what I mean. I would have put Starry Night in this category, but it might be later on. But for- been too old of, an, of a song, is that why? Maybe. I'm kind but of surprised if, to see Winner here also. Okay, Winner is, gets strangely popular here for some reason. Like, you don't think they're going to be super popular because you don't hear a lot about them. But like, this song, a lot of people listen to it. Like, it's one my students ask me to play. And I'm like, you you guys fuck with Winner? Okay. <laughs> Why is that like? That's somehow entertaining for me. I'm I guess they're always... relatable. And they like it. But I think for this category, I think Newest might actually pull this. If I'm being honest. Because, like, Newest went, is going through, like, their second revival right now. Ooh, vocal solo is going to be hard. It probably should be IU, though. But Baekhyun's album kicked ass this year. What was it? There was a meme going around for this category about, you know, back in Scarlet Heart when Baekhyun's character and IU's character were fighting. <laughs> they're like, um, like, uh-oh, they're back at it, neck and neck again, fighting, now this time fighting over an award. And I'm just like, 
Fair. But also Tegan is nominated for this category too. So I'm just like, but if every if you guys remember, Blooming was actually the song that she had, IU had two songs going against each other in music shows. Like two, she was, it was- She fights against herself. It was funny. I was like, this is very amusing. Like imagine yeah. having that much power to be like, I'm not going to go up against all these other groups. I'm going to go up against myself on these music charts. That's why I'm inclined to say that IU's probably going to take it. Based off the international vote, yeah. What about you, Jay? Most likely IU, but I really enjoyed Baekhyun's album. I do really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't listened to Jung Sung Won's album yet. Baekhyun, I mean, household name for herself. Oh, but the wild card could be Taeyeon, though, for that one. because She does really well, too. But IU. Locking it in for IU. All right, Roxy, you want to introduce our next category? Yeah, our next category is Best Dance Performance Female Group. My first thought is that it's going to be Itzy because literally everybody was doing the shoulder shimmy to wannabe. I kind of think it might be Oh My Girl because they were really popular to be covered this year. I think it would be great if Oh My Girl took it because they're another group that like I've listened to. Um, I actually saw them at KCON in 2017 before like anybody actually listened to them. They're really good. Um, So it would be nice if they actually won it. Uh, But Blackpink is also in this category. So, you know, that... You know, <laughs> it might be Eyes One. They're always a wild card because they're huge. It might be Eyes One. I mean, Blackpink really did that, but also I'm, I'm thinking it might be Eyes One or Twice for this one. I'm gonna be that person for this, but I don't think Eyes One's gonna pull anything, especially because of the scandal. Because X One got fucked over last year, like their announce disbandment and like the rigging announcement happened right then. But I don't think Eyes One's going to get a choice in this, even if fans do vote for them because of all of the drama that happened. That's fair true i mean i wish like i wish that psycho had if psycho had the proper promotions i think it would have been up there because psycho was such a good song psycho is so good uh which company that was a guyo that that when he got injured at wasn't it yeah yes it was a guyo and i forget which one but uh thanks everybody for not checking your fucking stage always use reflective tape as a former stagehand, I, hearing that made me so angry. And it put Wendy out of commission for an entire year. Like, like we've just now seen her these days. Right. And it's just like, they ruined her. Like, it's just like, they ruined, like, not only did they hurt her, hurt her physically, like, they ruined this chance of Psycho to be what it was meant to be. And I think if they got the proper promotions, I think probably Red Velvet would have sweeped. Absolutely. But knowing how Mama is and how they're just going to give it to the popular people, it's probably going to go to Blackpink. Even though the choreography was nothing, it's literally due to do part two. It'll either be Blackpink or Twice. Even though it should be somebody else. (laughs) 
if I had to pick between Blackpink and Twice, I would have picked Twice. I have strong feelings about the next category, which is best dance performance male group, and it should be 80s. I don't care what anybody says; they're not going to win, but it should be. I swear to God, this category—literally, it's a strong category. Like, it's going to be dynamite. We all know that. Yeah, it's going to be like the upset from last year where fucking Boy With Love won over Fear and it pissed me off for like days. Fear but, is so good too. Um, if you haven't listened to that song or seen the choreography, that shit is great. But it's going to be Dynamite and even if it's not Dynamite, it's going to be EXO. And it should fucking be ATs. I will die on this hill. I will kill a man over this. <laughs> I agree. I think Inception would fucking kill it but also obsession though obsession is some really good category really good choreography i don't like that kick it is there because every time i look at kick it's choreography all i can think about is they put Young in like that crop top shirt and he's doing the dance and he's just skin and bones and that boy needs to eat so like i don't like watching choreography videos for that one what about you jay i mean we all know, yes, it's it's up to BTS on this one. Um, my, for me, it's either 80s or 17. I did really like the choreography for Left and Right. It's easy to do, fun to um, dance along with. But yeah, it's most likely going to be BTS on this one. But I would like either 80s or 17 to pick up this award. Though I will say dance performance, no, the song for Kick It is much more catchy and memorable than the actual choreography for me. So the next one, I swear to God, if it doesn't go to Taemin, um, it's best dance performance solo. It should go to Taemin. I agree. Who and has it's more power here, though? Does Taemin, SM might be able to get this for Taemin, to be honest, if based on what he's going up against, if it's rigged is my point, not... But also, Kang Daniel is in this category, too. There are rumors flying around or something that, like, he broke up with Jiho, so people are talking about him. I don't know if that helps at all. They did, actually did break up. It's not a rumor. Oh, uh, okay. Whatever. all issues. They're busy people. Relationships can't work when you're busy. Yeah, but, like, the point is, like, he's been in the news, so I don't know if that helps with uh, winning the award. I would hope this goes to Taemin. Like, that's... Like, that's who I would give this performance to hands down. I agree. I'm just thinking in terms of, like, who was really popular. Hwasa's Maria was really good, too. Nuno but Ma- I don't know how well she charted. She she won awards. So I can see Hwasa picking it up. Like, what Jessie Mama would choose. Jesse also pulled awards this year with Nunu Nana. Was, like, I don't remember the dance for that being that spectacular though but this is for performance solo she also went viral with she did the dance with literally everyone and their brother on tiktok and like it spread like wildfire smart marketing move right she had brilliant side teaching her well next category so did we decide on who we think did all of us lock in who we think for best dance performance solo Taemin. I don't know. It's hard for me, but probably Taemin. All right. And I agree, Taemin as well. So the next category, we're jumping into the bigger categories. This is best female artist. And we have Sunmi, Ayu, Chunga, Taeyeon, and Hwasa. This is a damn toss up this year. 
That's true. My heart wants to say Chunga because I really love her. Um, but with all of those names on there, who the hell knows? Because all of them really, they really pull well. I feel like international fans are going to avoid Hwasa for many a reason. If it was based on solely Korea vote, it's definitely between IU and Sunmi. Sunmi is dummy popular right now. For me, I would like this to go to Chungha. I do, don't get me wrong, I love my girl Ayu. I think she might pull it out too, but I would like this to go to Chungha because she's had a great year for herself in terms of her releases. And Roxy, you said you weren't, you're like, eh, I don't know what this category. Yeah, but I want Chungha to win it. Who would we think would actually take it with this lineup though? That's hard because I, I can't tell. <laughs> I really can't. I I would want uh, Ayu to win, but that's just me. Ayu. I think she'll come out on this one. I, for some reason, I'm like, I keep staring between Ayu and Taeyeon, but I haven't kept up with Taeyeon or what she's done charting wise to really like say. So the next category is male soloist, and apparently Park Jin Young is up for an award this year. I fucking hate JYP just gets whatever, he gets to do whatever he wants. Like, when you put him up against the other ones here that have worked so damn hard with their music, and then him, I just, okay, I don't like JYP. That's pretty obvious. So, like, I just get mad that he's in this category for doing the bare minimum. Well, he did have three releases, three, two releases this year. He did the collaboration with Sinmi, and then he had uh, Fever, which was actually pretty dang popular in Korea. God, this is a hard category. I don't know. I would like Taemin or Baekhyun to pick up an award, but all of these names, I mean, they're very recognizable. They do deserve their nomination, so I can't. Let's think about one. who's performing, because Zico's in the military now, so he can't perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means he probably won't win. And we know the international fan base is like, nah, fuck JYP. So that brings it down to Taemin, Baekhyun, and Kang Daniel. I feel like Taemin has done the most out of the three of them this year, but I mean, wasn't Kang Daniel's releases pretty popular as well? Yeah. So, I mean, he was, like, since he won Produce 101, he's been, like, everybody's sweetheart. So it's quite possible he could pull it out over everybody else. He did win some stuff uh, last year at Melon. So it really could be, really could be his game. Uh, I think I'm going to lock my pick in for Bacon. I'm just too intimidated by this picture of Damon. I'm just like, can you stop staring at me, please? But I, I think I will lock in for Taemin. Fine, then I will lock in for, for Kang Daniel. Ah, we're a split court. So we, one of us is going to be right. Watch I it hope- be JYP anyway. I, right, one of if us he performs, you know, it's like, okay, it's he's got it. When this airs, actually, this will air, I think, the the Friday before Mama happens. So we'll have to go back and revisit this. So, best girl group category. This this is going to be a shootout. It should be Pistols at Dawn. We should do it the old Western way. 
<laughs> I love that idea. I I have a good feeling the biggest snub might be Blackpink for this category. I don't think Blackpink's going to win it personally. Um this is mama we're talking about though. That's true. Uh, I really yeah. don't think they should win it, but that doesn't mean that they won't. Yeah. Oh god, it's between Twice or Mamamoo, but I'm leaning more on Mamamoo. I think either Twice or Mamamoo, but my dream upset would be Oh My Girl. Kind of like with their with the dance performance, I think it would be great if it was Oh My Girl, uh, but it's not going to be. And I also wish it was Red Velvet because I love Red Velvet, but I would probably say it's going to go to Twice. But we all know who it's actually going to go to. If it goes to Blackpink, like at this point, the people that run Mama should know that everybody knows it's rigged. So they should stop just giving awards to the big names and change it up for once. I mean, yes, Blackpink had a really good year. Like internationally, they had a good year, but I don't know. I don't like, I mean, yes, they could win it, but I don't see them winning it. And people are going to be upset about it. Why would they be upset about it for God's sake? I'm sorry, I really didn't like their album very much. So, and that's like, what, they're four years old and they've released one actual full album in that time when all these other groups have released at least three times that much. The next category, although we know who's going to win this, who should win this category? We have EXO, GOT7, NCT, Monster X, BTS, and Seventeen. For this best, is for male, best group. male group. Mm-hmm. Jinx, Roxy, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> How am I supposed to get that to you? You're halfway across the world. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I mean, but we all know one. who's going to get it. Yeah, but if I want it to be GOT7, um, it's not going to be, and I don't even think it's actually in the realm of possibility either. Um, if I was going to give it to one, I would say NCT just because they have been doing the most this year compared to the others. Like, has EXO even released a song since uh, Obsession? No. No. Yeah, there's nothing there. I don't know why they would win or, you know, even possibly win if they're not releasing music this year. I think I got to agree with you with NCT because, yeah, Seventeen did release good music this year. They didn't really release a lot like nct put out several albums back to back to back to back this year and monster x they had what a year between their releases when was uh fantasia earlier this year yeah it was earlier this year but i don't know because for me monster x has been it's been difficult the whole situation with wano has made everything very difficult um and i know that a lot of people feel that way even if they don't express it I would like Got Seven to win this one. I would like I NTT and Monster X. I it's hard to pick between those two because yes, like you said, you guys mentioned NTT has been releasing stuff back to back all year, but Monster X's albums were pretty good as well. But I just don't know how they did in Korea chart wise. Not not that well. Yeah, I feel like Monster X is more of an international sort of group when it comes to popularity. Yeah, Starship's pushing them more internationally than they are domestically. So I'm locking in NCT. Yeah, I'll say NCT also. 
same. I think I'll give it up to NCT. So the next category is best new female. And we've actually talked about all but one of these groups on our podcast. Secret number, La, Natty, Signature, and Weekly. And we've listened to all of their music, except Wua, I think. I feel like they just debuted, didn't they? No, they just had a comeback. Ah, so okay. They debuted earlier this year. But out of this group, I'm like, I really liked Weekly and Secret Numbers releases. Like, they were really strong groups. Yeah, I would say it would be one of those two. Um, but it's kind of hard to figure out between between the two of them. But also Natty, she wasn't she a former twice survival show person? Yeah, she was. Her debut MV, I think, is at 7 million views. I just covered her comeback, which I really liked. I'm not sure that she can measure up to the numbers of the others. For me, it would be weekly on this case. I like Secret Number, but I remember weekly more for me. Their debut song was stuck in my head for like weeks. So yeah, I'm going to go with weekly. I'll say secret number. Weekly for me too. Also, really proud of Signature though for getting a nom because they used they were a revamped group from um, a previous group called Very Good and now they're doing well. So I'm proud of them. Just shout out to them. Good job, Signature. So best new boy group or best new boy artist. Um, this This is an interesting mix because three of the groups are former Brodus. One was their survival show, and one was one that their delay has been put off for so many years, and they finally just got here. I'm going to say this is going to Treasure. There are so many people that have been raving about Treasure, and they've released a dumb amount of music in the short time that they've been on the scene. But Cravity is another one that is particularly popular. I just don't know if that's only international. They, they got some attention here, but I don't remember if they've won any shows yet or not. I think they did because uh, they beat out Dreamcatcher and it made me angry. That's right, because their new song, that their most recent song that they had. Justice for Dreamcatcher 2020. I'm kind of sad to see that Dreamcatcher hasn't been nominated for anything yet. Heresy. From this group, the, who I think it's going to go to is Treasure, Gravity, or Two have good chances. WEI just debuted, but they're made up of all former produce people. So that could also be the upset. See, the thing is for me is that I don't listen to these boy groups, so I wouldn't know based off everything that I am hearing about, um, like who I hear more of. I hear a lot more things about Treasure than most of these other groups. I think, did we cover MCND on the podcast? Yeah, we did. They, think, they yeah. were, like, super popular for a very short period of time. Yeah. But they had the come into Ice Age. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They did. Yeah, I, like, the thing is, is, like, I haven't, like, dipped my feet into all these other groups. So I can't, for me, I can't lock in a vote. I might just say Treasure just because they're a name I recognize the most out of all of them. But, like, who I think it should, like, go to, like, not who's going to win it, I can't tell you. I think it's fair to say best new male artist is a big toss-up. I don't know. I'm quite certain they're going to give it to Treasure because YG. They might be trying to get back in YG's good graces. So next category is Worldwide Fans Choice, and 10 people win this, and there's too many artists to talk about. ATs. ATs. 
They better get something. They got this last year. If they don't get it this year, I'm going to cry. ATs. Okay, are we ready for song of the year? ATs. Now I'm just being annoying. <laughs> uh, uh, song of the year, which has a quite extensive list. Um, Let's just start from the top. We'll go for the first row real quick. ATs with Inception, Blackpink with How You Like That, Day Six with Zombie, EXO with Obsession, ITZY with Wannabe. So on this row, we if we went by just this row only, we know Blackpink's going to take it. Who mm-hmm. I would love to take it from this row is Inception. Obviously. Same. I agree. Yes. I would think Wannabe might have a chance. True. Should we True. keep a list so we can narrow this down? Okay, yes. Hold on. I'll do this. Hold on. Are we all agreeing ATs for this row? Yes. So the second row, we have MC The Max with Bloom, NTT127 with Kick It, TXT with Can't You See Me, Twice with More and More, and Winner with Hold. I'm going to go with Twice. I really, really liked TXT's song. I would probably say that Twice is going to take it on this one. Same for Twice. With this third row, we have um, it's an OST. Um, this is Gaho, which is start for Itaewon class. We have Kong Daniel with Who You Are, Giri Boy with How Do You Pronounce It? Uh, with Big Naughty, Noel with Late Night, and Newest with I'm in Trouble. Definitely for this row, it's going to be the Itaewon class OST. You literally do not not hear that anywhere. Um, I haven't listened to any of the releases in this row. So <laughs> I cannot pick, but if I had to pick a name, it might be Kong Daniel or Newest. I I mean, just knowing how big Itaewon class was, I do think it's going to be Gaho's OST for this one. Which honestly, good for him, because Gaho is actually from Planetarium Records. And if we think about this time last year, they really weren't that big. So good for him. Moving on to the next row, we have Davici with Deer, Red Velvet with Psycho, Mamamoo with Hip, JYP with When We Disco with his collaboration with Sunmi, and BTS's Dynamite. We know who would win out of this row, but who would we actually think should win this row? Red Velvet! <laughs> yeah, I would I'm go, gonna go with Psycho. Psycho is so good. I'm glad to see we are all of the same idea. <laughs> Okay, for the next row, we have Yerin twice, actually. We have Yerin Beck with Square, and then her OST with Here I Am again for Crash Landing on You. We have Beckhyun with Candy. I can never say their name right. Um, for It's just Bowl 4, just say that. Okay, Bowl 4 with Leo with her feature with Beckhyun and Sundol from B1A4 for Slightly Tipsy. Which was, is this for a manhwa? She is my type? I think so. Maybe Webtoon? Maybe one of those. I think so, but it's an OST for sure. So his OST for slight with Slightly Tipsy. Um, I'm going to go with Baekhyun. With Candy. I will also say Baekhyun. I'm going to say Bull 4 because she's so popular over there. Okay. Ooh, our first descent. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this row is going to be hard. So our next row is Sunmi um, with what the hell is this name in English? I'm looking at the Melon Sight in Korean. It's Pora Pom. It's English? the same. It's just a romanization of the Korean is what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, uh, the, mm, 
And then Song Shikyong and IU's collab. And 17's left and right. And then IU, IU. So we're going to go with IU for this category. Yeah, really. I use on there three times. Yeah, right. I mean, which song though? Eight. <laughs> eight. I think eight will win it. Yeah, if we're being realistic. But I think Blooming does have a good shot. Oh God, this row. Oh God, releases that I really listen to also. We have Eyes One with Secret Story of the Swan and Flying with Oh Really, Yumda with Amanda featuring Simon D and um, Oh My Girl with Nonstop and Lee Nachi with Tiger is Coming. Um, from this row, it's going to definitely be Oh My Girl, uh, Eyes One or and Flying. But if we're going by what charts, it's going to be a duke it out between Oh My Girl and Eyes One. Yeah, but- I was, was going to say Eyes One. But if we go with the whole mama fucked up and fucked eyes one over, it's going to go to Oh My Girl for this row. I will also say Oh My Girl on this one. This next row, I only know two of these songs. Oops. So the next list, ooh, we have a lot of OSTs on this one. Um, The next row is Lehigh with Hollow, Jung Sung Wan with My Christmas Wish, Jess Wee with Nunu Nana, Joy, and I'm assuming this is Joy from Red Velvet. Um, is for her OST for Hospital Playlist with Introduce Me, A Good Person. Uh, that was weird. I thought it was said Introduce Me to a Good Person, but okay. And then um, from his own K-drama, um, his OST Cho, Cho Jung-suk with Aloha for Hospital Playlist. Um, I'm going to go with Nunu Nana. I think I'm going with Lehigh. You know, I heard a lot about Aloha from hospital playlist um i heard he went viral for it a little bit but oh god i really like lehigh i would like her to win it so i'm gonna say lehigh on this one oh this last the last seven because it's split into two rows um hmm. it's zico with summer hate zico with any song uh changmo's meteor taemin's criminal Tan's Bulti. What's the name of Tan's song in English? It's Spark. Hyako's song and Hwasa's song. This is one hell of a row. Yeah, this is a hard one. Um, my gut wants Zico, though, with any song. I feel like from these, it's definitely a Zico or Changma. Because we think Criminal is good, but Korea paid it crumbs. Yeah, it's either Zico or Changmo on this one. What were all of our decided categories? So, um, out of this list, and remember, this is just for song of the year. Um, we have, we picked 80s twice, Gaho, Red Velvet, Baekhyun, and Bowl 4, because we couldn't come to a consensus there. IU, Oh My Girl, Ihai and Jesse, or and Zico and Changmo. Out of all of these, we know who's going to get it because we know how Mama is. But I think honestly, any song should get it. I also kind of, I mean, just because I think IU is such like a like a strong one on the charts in general. Um, and because she collabed with Suga, I think that she might take this one. 
I agree as well. I think she might take the song of the year. Um, we know it's most likely going to be BTS that is going to win it, but I think the other possible outcome would be IU, if not Zico with any song, because any song is everywhere. Artist of the year is... Well, I, well I, we, we know who's well, going to win by default. Right. But it's going to take too long if we go through the earth, because Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't want to go all the way through all the artists. I mean, the only for like the other strong contender, just because of what they've done on a global scale. Are they even on here? Hold on. Oh, they're not. Never mind. Oh, wait. Yes, they are. <laughs> I would think Blackpink would be the other one just because of what they've they've had like a strong global year. But yeah, we all know who it is. There is actually a ranking like of where people are right now. So let me let me look at that real quick. I I find it interesting that the rookie groups are listed on here. I don't know why they do that because like they're definitely not gonna win. I don't think a rookie group has ever won artist of the year. But imagine how great of an upset that would be. It would be amazing. I love that. It would be amazing, but they're never going to do that. I know. It's like, darn. Just upset it just one year. Cause all the fans to riot, please. You know who I'm upset about that is literally paid dust by Mama this year? Do you see God's Menu or Stray Kids anywhere on this damn list? No! No, Stray Kids deserve, like, they had such a good year. That is a very interesting point that, like, didn't even cross my mind until you just said it. I don't mean any disrespect to Stray Kids because I do like their music, but holy shit, like I completely didn't even like consider that. Um, God's Menu literally went fucking bad shit viral over here. Oh, did it really? Because I know it, it was really popular over here, especially the music video. People were talking about the music video composition and how like crazy it was. People literally know them as the Soup Boys. Really cute though. I actually really think that's cute. But God's Menu was such a like. I think. I mean, I've always known about Stray Kids since they debuted, but I think this was the one that really caught my attention. I was just like, oh, oh, okay, Stray Kids, I see you. Do you know what it is with Mama? Okay, so they either nominate the extremely popular groups that are considered veterans or the brand newbies. So Stray Kids is somewhere in between there. Um, hot take, they should probably be on this list over GOT7. And I don't say that with any malice because I love GOT7 with all of my heart, but they have had one release, one pre-release this year. And comparing that to how viral Stray Kids has gone, it's just, it's not on the same level. Right, if they're going just by seniority, that's fine. But why are all the new rookie groups on the list and Stray Kids is not? Because they're not really rookies anymore. They're like, but they just on the artist of the year, But on the artist of the year list? they I feel like they just put the debut groups on the artist of the year list to just say that they did. Like, there's no other reason why they're there. I feel like, like, WA, that literally just debuted, like, a month or two ago, should not be on this list. The only reason they're on that list is because they have Kim Johan in their group. Sorry, I didn't like their debut song very much. I love Kim Donghan, but uh, <laughs> there have been better releases than than Waze. It's just frustrating. Um, 
you guys can count on coverage from us because we're going to be watching Mama this year on December 6th. Yeah, just there's going to be we can tell there's going to be a couple upsets. Um, But have we seen the performers list for this year yet? Like the one thing like what they're doing for their promotions is like they're having other groups like just like, hey, don't forget to vote. But it's like, hello, can you at least announce who the actual artists are we're going to be promoting? What's interesting that I'm seeing is that they have all these like insiders saying who they're going to think is going to be on it. And like Jeff Benjamin is on this list. And I'm just like, huh, who is Joe one? They're uh, they're a newer group. They debuted, but they just haven't gotten a lot of attention. They're like they're on our list of debut groups for 2020. So they are performing, and I'm gonna assume that they're gonna perform for the red carpet because they are, are pre red carpet performances happening for sure. Oh, for God's sake! They're really just trying to put as much in as they can. And apparently, Song Joon Ki is our is our host this year. Is that controversial? I don't know how people feel about him. Yeah, that's a thing. Apparently, there's lots of fun Mama goodies and things. So, everyone, if you're curious about Mama, go check out their Twitter account that has all of their information. Do we have any last thoughts on Mama in award shows? They're rigged, but they're fun. It's the performances that are fun. It's not the actual awards that are fun. Oh, I found some more performers. So apparently Treasure, TXT, Monster X, Mamamoo, Got7. Um, that's all I see for performers right now. So this is going to be fun. Um, my thoughts on Mama is, again, they're rigged. It's hard for me to take them seriously. But there's always a memorable stage. So that's what keeps me watching. I have to agree. I'm only in it for the performances at that at this point, just because the awards are so rigged. And hey, like we all know, like it should be known that it is rigged. If like unfortunately there is gonna be some upsets, but it's not the end all be all. Like we know who deserves the award and um all of that. So please just like I know the fandom wars are gonna come out swinging with this one, but it's just remember they are rigged, and there are a lot of other artists who had great releases this year that didn't even make it on the list. For example, Stray Kids. Yeah, um, like so. Okay, if your fave is not involved in this, don't get mad. It's just, it's kind of like the Grammys. Like everybody knows the Grammys are rigged, and they make bad decisions. Um, when it comes to music. So it's not because your group is bad. It's because it's because of money is really what it comes down to. It's that these big companies have the money to sort of get pull for mama. Um, So don't go getting mad at groups that are nominated. If yours is not, because it's really, it's like beyond your realm of control more than anything. Um, and it's just it's just an award show. It's not a big deal. It's really not. That and I think you have to remember like how it is done internationally. Maybe it translates way differently in Korea and how it charts there and how it's received in Korea. And considering Mnet is primarily Korean, 
you're going to see a different pull compared to what international fans think. Other than that, I'm looking forward to the awards, just seeing the performances. Me too. And one last thing before we wrap up. Roxy, we have some special sales going, don't we? Uh, A holiday sale will be up on our site very shortly um, after Black Friday. So uh, we have a bunch of print issues left over uh, that we're looking to send out. So there will be special holiday discount. Keep your eyes peeled and uh, pick up a copy when you have a chance. Also, Roxy, hasn't one of our newest issues been digitalized? Yes, indeed. Our Monster X issue is now available in digital form. So if you did not have the money to buy a print issue, we do have a cheaper option uh, as a digital download on our store. So go get that magazine, guys. We know a lot of you who couldn't cover shipping or that were not able to accept shipping to your country wanted to read the mini issues. So now you can. Any final thoughts in general, y'all? Wash your hands. Be safe. Don't make dumb choices. We know it's the holiday season, but all I want for Christmas is to be able to get drunk with my friends in a bar. So wash your hands. Um, wear a mask, please wear a mask. I'm tired of being back in phase one. Please wear a mask. I would like to be able to do things more, a little bit more freely over here. Um, uh, last thing is happy holidays. That's all I can say. And as usual, uh, keep an eye on our site. We are always active and posting over there as well as on our social media accounts. So this has been the craze cast and we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.